The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back, everybody, to Sound of Heaven Radio, where we are incredibly passionate about making the love of Jesus known to all. And we are here with you each and every Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., every single Sunday, so make sure you tell your friends. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova, and I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church located in Deer Park. Be sure to visit our website at soh.church where you can see all the things that we're doing, everything that we're about. You can hear some amazing testimonies. I'm telling you, it's an absolute must. Please be sure to check it out, and don't forget to download our free app. Open your app store. Just type in Sound of Heaven, and my goodness, we are so glad that you have taken the time out to be with us today. I got some really amazing Amazing guests, especially during this whole coronavirus and COVID-19 season. I got Dr. Joe and the super nurse, Chrissy. Yeah, super nurse. That's what we're going with today. Super nurse. Uh, and it's going to be an interesting conversation because there's a lot of controversy around COVID-19. You have people on the far right and the far left with all the different thoughts and uh, ideas around it. So I figured we bring in people who are on the front line just to first express our gratitude towards them um, for putting themselves on the line and, and, and just to kind of test the temperature here what's going on but in the meantime I wanted to talk to you about the book of Psalms real quick because you know everything that's going on with the coronavirus with uh, the 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 political temperature in our society the the rioting the protesting the 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 black lives matter the 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 anti but all lives I mean you have all these things and everything's in such opposition to each other or seemingly so it really took me back to the book of Psalms where the whole book of Psalms is literally a book of songs. These songs are written during all different times and moods, which I'm sure everyone can relate to. Just think of the first time uh, a song played when you were on that first date with the love of your life, which song was playing. Think about the, 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 I mean, come on, you could, if you think of a song, you could pretty much put a time and point of your life to it. Uh, maybe we'll get into some of those, Dr. Joe. I know you, you, <laughs> but it's really the same for there. I mean, right when you're in a bad mood or a sad mood, there's songs that kind of like your go-to songs. When you're working out, you got your playlist that pumps you up and amps you up. And Psalms is really the same thing. Some of these songs were sung out of fear and worry. Others were sung out of pure joy and excitement. And today, I want to read a short Psalm, Psalm 91. It's a very popular Psalm in the scriptures. And most of the Psalms are written by David. But this one in particular happened to be written by Moses the day that 
that he completed building the temple in the wilderness. So if you think about it, God's chosen people, the people of God are, are on this wilderness. There's no supply there. They're completely in this in this part of their life where they're trusting God. There's no, there's no forest. There's no drinks. It's just dry. It's empty. You can't plant anything. It's barren where they literally had a choice of only trusting God. And so they build this this temple and it really tested the human will. Have any of you ever been there before? If you're listening to this right now, have you ever been in a position where your will has been tested, where you feel like maybe you can't go on or you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to, how I'm going to get through this. So, you know, here we are and the, and, and Moses and the people of God are able to build this temple and this temple always represents the overflowing promises of God, a place where heaven meets earth, a place where lack is always met. Uh, it's just a beautiful thing. And they build it in the desert, showing that God can and will move anywhere he needs to move. And, Uh, Some of you listening here may need a miracle in your life, and I believe today is the day that you will get that miracle. If you will just call out on the mighty name of Jesus, God will move in your life. That I could promise you. And so Moses builds his temple. I'm going to read Psalm 91, but real quick again, you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, and you could listen. You could check us out on SOH.church. Be sure to listen to us every single Sunday, 11 a.m., and 7 p.m. I hope you enjoyed our, our show last week with the Million Dollar Man. Uh, it was a it was a great time. All right, before I go off track on on that, Psalm 91. I want to read this. Just just take this in for a second. These are people. They built this temple. They just came out of a real terrible season in their life. And and this is what Moses writes: He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence, which pestilences are diseases there. It's kind of what we're dealing with with COVID-19 right now. Verse four, he will cover you with his pinions and under his wings, you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. That's so encouraging knowing that, you know, all these bad things can be happening around you. Pestilences, diseases, attacks by your enemy, all these things, loss of job, loss of home, bad relationships, all of those can be, can be, can be all around you. But if you trust in God and believe in God and put your faith in God that none of those things will touch you. It's pretty awesome. Verse eight, you will only look on with your eyes and see the recomp- uh, the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil will before you, nor will any plague come near your tent, your house, your place, your life. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands that you do not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, the young lion and the serpent you will trample down because he has loved me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With a long life, I will satisfy him and let him see my salvation. 
See, when you dwell or put your trust in his promises, in his love, he is your safety net and your fortress and your wall and your protector. And the word faithfulness here is all throughout this psalm. And if you think, if you want me to try singing this, he who dwells in the shelter. Is that? No. no I'm, this is why I'm not on the worship team. This is why my wife is the singer here. I was going to bust out Journey, but I, I'll figure I figure uh, that next. Gertie is on a journey, right? I could sing a little Journey, you know, for the journey. So, so I'm the type of guy when I sing at church, um, my wife's a tremendous singer, but when I sing at church, God's the one that goes, I got it. Just just stop. He's just, I got you. We're good. I love you too. We're good. We're good. But this is, this is Moses. They build this up and they're so filled with gratitude towards everything God did with them in this, in this dry season, in this fam, famine season. They just begin to worship him. They just sing a, a song out of excitement and, and everybody is rejoicing. And, and if you look around, you'd be like, why are you rejoicing in this season? God, what has God done for you? I mean, you're, you, you, you trusted God and you left a place of comfortability, even though you were slaves there. And now you're in this place where, where there's nothing. And God's saying, there isn't nothing. There is, there's an overflowing blessing for you in this place. But what I need you to do is trust me because I'm faithful. And that word faithful just keeps echoing in my head because, see, faithfulness is consistency. Faithfulness is, God. see, God is faithful to us even when we don't deserve it. His his love is for us even when we don't earn or deserve his love. That's why our, our works are not, our works are not the, the indicator whether God loves us or not or even why he loves us or not because we do great things one second, terrible things the next second. We think amazing things and trust in him one moment and then we doubt the other moment and then life happens and we have these questions which God completely understands. And I want to tell you today, if you're questioning God or if you're doubting God or if you're frustrated with the situations going on, I want to tell you his grace is sufficient. He doesn't need you to believe in him for him to love you, but he wants to be an avenue for you that no matter what fear or doubts that you may have, that if you call upon his name, he will answer you. And that's the faithfulness of God. When you call, you could have just done the worst thing in the world. If you cry out to God and ask God into your heart, he is faithful to answer you. And he has protected you in, in seasons and things that, that, that in times that uh, quite honestly, you didn't even deserve it. So we're going to break this down a little bit more because I have some really uh, amazing questions. Then we're going to have our guests on, Dr. Joe and Super Nurse Chrissy, uh, onto the program. But I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church, and you are listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. Working with you every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., where we want to be able to bring faith to you in a whole new light. We want to be able to answer the tough questions, answer the challenging questions, let you hear some amazing testimonies that, yes, God is still working and God is still alive and he is moving in people's lives and he could be moving in yours too. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, Long Island, New York. 
Our church is right by the Tanger Outlets. I'm talking to the women out there. You know exactly where that is, the Deer Park Tanger Outlets. Man, you could just drop your wives off the shop, come visit our church. But you're listening to this again, Sound of Heaven Radio. We're on with you every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can visit our website at soh.church. Download our free app. Go to your app store. Type in Sound of Heaven, and boom, there it is. Make sure you download it. You can listen to all the archives of this radio show. You can listen to different teachings from all the great leaders we have at the church. If you need prayer, we got prayer warriors ready to uh, to, to take your prayer requests. We got a whole bunch of amazing stuff on that app, but um, we want to welcome you back here. We were breaking down Psalm 91. It's pretty much about the security of the one who trusts in God. And it's so hard to trust people that it's so hard to trust anything when your trust has been nothing but betrayed your entire life. I feel that when when I minister to talk to people or counsel people, those who have been um, in terrible relationships, had terrible relationships with their parents, they bring a lot of that baggage over into new relationships and especially a relationship with God because the first sign of trouble, right? Now, I did this because I came from an awful relationship into a great relationship now with my wife, and I took all this baggage from my old relationship into my new relationship. So when Rachel's like, trust me, it was hard for me to grab that concept of trust because the person before said, trust me. And you know, that went right out the window, right? At the first sign of anything, well, wait, wait a second. This looks like it did before right away. You jump to your insecurities and you jump to your doubt and you jump to your fear and you're like, man. And so Psalm 91 really stuck out to me because I was like, you know, like people already have this hard time trusting in God, believing in God and, and Christianity and religion as a whole Honestly, just be transparent, has done an awful job of representing God and Jesus to people. And you look at stuff like this, and when you see things like childhood cancer or childhood sicknesses, or you look at COVID and the coronavirus, you look at, again, the riots and stuff. And the first question when people think of God is, you know, it's almost like they want to believe in God. They do. They want to believe in this good God. But how can anybody really believe in this God, this loving God, this good God, when all this craziness takes place in this world, and I related a lot to, to this trust factor. I think of my kids, and you know, a lot of times they tell them, trust me, trust me. And I got my little, the first person obviously jumps my head is my three, you guys know, my three-year-old Lucy Ducey, okay? Lucy's the one that sits there, my, my, the, the, the oven's on, and she's going like this, put the hand on the oven, and I'll be like, I'll be like, Lucy, don't touch the stove. And she'll look at me, and she'll be like, I know. And I'm nodding my head right now, like, yeah. I know. And, and, and I'm saying, trust me, you don't want to do now everything in her wants to do this. And I know that if she does it, she's going to regret doing it big time. And a lot of times that we get like that with God, right? God saying, don't do this. Don't go in that relationship. Don't take that job. Don't hang around those people. And right away we get the, I get the Lucy, the stomping right. on the feet, the, I want to do this. I, I want to, I want to do this. She's pouting and she's on the floor, like, uh, you know, screaming, rolling and crying and stuff. And, and we get like that, right? We want to have this friend. We want to do what we want to do. And, and God's saying, no, I have the best for you. I have that. I mean, look at the, the Psalm we just read. They left their place of comfort. Even though they were slaves in Egypt, they left there, trusted God and ended up in a wilderness, right? How many of them probably like, Really? Really? But little did they know that God was training them, preparing them for a place that was so much better than where they were before. Mm. So much better. But there's a journey to this process. Absolutely. There's a journey to this process. So I'm going to introduce our guests right now. We're going to kind of have some discussions about this. And you're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I pastor the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. I want you to check out our website, SOH.Church. Reach out to us. Check out the articles. Download the app. Uh, go to your app store. Type in Sound of Heaven. And we got Dr. Joe and Super Nerd. 
sorry, Super n- Nurse Chrissy. Can I just please call you Super Nurse Chrissy? You can call me Super Nurse. Okay. Super Nurse Chrissy. That's, that's okay. Jason I'll, would I'll agree with it. me that I could call you Super Nurse, okay? I mean, you, you're married him, right? So you got to deal <laughs> yeah, with him. Yeah, that's, that's true. You have, you have five kids, right? Just like, just like me, but th- you guys beat us to the punch over that's here. That's right. That's so right. we could call you Super Nurse, Super Mom, that's Super. Okay. We could call you all those super I'll things. I'll take right? it. Okay. Nice. And, and we got Dr. Joe here. Dr. Joe, welcome to the program. Thank you for joining Thank us you. today. Uh, we appreciate it. So, I mean, my goodness, it's been an interesting last couple months, I'm sure, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, Dr. Joe, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself, how long you've been a doctor for, where you're at, all that stuff. Uh, my name is Joseph, and uh, I've been a doctor now, including my training, about six years. Okay. And I've been in Long Island for two years. Two years. Wow. Where, were you, where were you before Long Island? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut? Yeah. The good old. So, good tri-state kind of area. Okay. Um, and the hospital I've been at, I've been at for two years as well, okay. uh, my duration of being here in Long Island. And uh, I'm married, have a wife who's also in medicine. Um, thankfully, during COVID, was not in or near a hospital. Right. Uh, it was in the safety of our home. And uh, I have two dogs, no kids. <laughs> So uh, cute. Now, do, now, Dr. Jocelyn was supposed to be joining us today. We miss you, Dr. Right. Jocelyn. But yeah. Joe, I, I text Dr. Joe here, and Joe's like, she's in the ward. And right away, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what did she do? I'm like, what, what had happened that she's in the ward? I'm thinking this whole thing. And I was like, huh? I was like, what happened? What'd she do? What's going on? And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. That's hospital talk, apparently. Right? Yeah, archaic term for just hospital floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing good? Everything's good over there? She's doing good, yep. She started her training, so she's year one of three. Wow. Um, so far doing well and she's liking it she's doing she's liking it yeah she's liking it she's doing well she's happy where she is so awesome awesome chrissy yeah. uh, uh, tell us wait now you work at a place where they're retired sister now not sisters right sister si- the retired sisters or uh, retired nuns yes yes well we'll we'll call it a nursing home okay um uh, i am a certified nurse assistant but i will gladly take super chrissy super <laughs> nurse chrissy um yeah so i actually started in the beginning of when COVID-19 hit, I went into, I went from being a stay-at-home mom to going into the uh, healthcare industry. So it was definitely uh, an adventure. Um, See, even God thinks you're super nurse Chrissy. He, he does because, <laughs> I mean, really, it was within a week everything took place. So you started the week of? I, I Yeah, it was the week of covid wow. It was, yeah, it was when everything took place in our area. Right. Right? So, and a week after, that's when the kids, the schools shut down and the kids had to stay home. So, oh, not, so you know, you have, you know, starting a new job, you know, in the healthcare <laughs> world and also homeschooling your four children. Oh, so, um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's, and I've been, it's been, uh, it's going to be a year in March and um, definitely uh, I, I come from the corp from corporate America. So it's right. definitely different, the healthcare yeah. industry. Right. And, um, you know, I basically took it on because initially I was caring for my grandmother mm-hmm. who was uh, dealing with dementia. And uh, I just, it was just a, a great burden on my heart seeing the residents and everyone, you know, they needed, they needed that, that love and compassion that only certain people can provide really in those, yeah. um, in the healthcare world. So, um, very grateful, and uh, it, it definitely has been an adventure, but a good adventure. Right, right. Know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure during this challenge, I mean, faith is probably absolutely much needed in times like this. Absolutely. When things don't make sense or yes. don't look good, yeah. and, 
and I'm sure there are plenty of times or stories that you see where faith has actually gotten people by certain instances, Absolutely. even when it looked bleak or didn't look too mm-hmm. too too good. But yeah. man, I, I can't wait to get into this conversation with you guys. But again, this is what I, this is why the Psalm ninety one thing. I, there are times in my life where things didn't look good, things looked bleak. Uh, thing, my dad randomly died at forty four years old, and it's just my childhood all of a sudden turned into adulthood very quickly. And I remember, you know, again, just sitting down in a quiet place and putting music on. And I wasn't a believer in God at that point in time, but the music kind of sold me. And that's what Psalm 91 here is all this stuff going on. Uh, it, it, it just seeing them rejoice and trust in God. And as I got older and, and started to believe in God and cultivate my faith more, I've seen that get me through hard times. Like I look now and I go, man, I don't know how people don't get through this life without faith in God or faith in Jesus. I was Jesus. just saying that earlier. Like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I, I can only do it with him. Right. Yeah, it's it's really, and some people look at it as a negative, but I see it as a great pop. But we're going we're gonna to break this down in, in a little bit here. I am Pastor Johnny Ova. I'm your host today of Sound of Heaven Radio. I want you to check out our website at SOH.church. We're going to be right back with Super Nurse Chrissy and Dr. Joe, and we're going to start talking about, honestly, some of the tough questions coming around the COVID-19 season that had happened, where we're, where we're at and where we're going and what they're seeing. So make sure you stay tuned and tell your friends. Turn on 103.9 LI News Radio and... And join us every single Sunday at 7, uh, oh my God, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And uh, yeah, so we'll be right back with uh, Nurse Chrissy and Dr. Joe. Hi, this is Pastor Johnny Over, founder of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. Here at Sound of Heaven Church, we encourage everyone to understand why they believe what they believe. For me, I had a pretty good childhood, but things got rough fairly quickly. My father was an alcoholic and yet still my best friend. And because of his love for me, which I felt every day, he was my hero. Sadly, my mother had a very different experience. Lonely and sometimes in dangerous situations. The fighting, the marital struggles, the drinking got the best of us and my family fell apart. Through my own personal struggles and demons, I didn't fall. I climbed into the lap of faith and embraced the gospel. Today, I'm ordained and I'm the senior leader of the Sound of Heaven Church. Together with an incredible staff, we offer you the gospel in a way you have never experienced before. Visit my website at soh.church. When considering a church, it's very important to not only examine their beliefs, but also your own. Visit Sound of Heaven Church at soh.church. That's soh.church. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sound of Heaven Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Johnny Ova. I'm the pastor of the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. And I want you to check out our website at soh.church. I also want you to join us every single Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. See, I'm, I'm getting good at this. I'm getting good at this. I, I, I think I'm doing all right so far. But also, we've been talking about Psalm 91 and security of one who trusts in God. And what does it mean to trust and, and literally take it out of your will and put it in the, in the hands of God? I'm joined by my guest, uh, Dr. Joe and Super Nurse Chrissy. Uh, and I, she's shaking my head every time I say it, but I'm going to keep saying it throughout the rest of this show because that's <laughs> what we do here uh, at Sound of Heaven Radio. So, uh, Dr. Joe, I mean, you know, here we are, you know, we're chilling, we're meeting at Starbucks every single week, just going through the, the discipleship <laughs> program becoming best of friends and and then all of a sudden you know you're continuing to work and a pandemic a worldwide pandemic just decides to plop right down across the entire world wow. what was that like where all of a sudden like what what happened what was this like i couldn't even imagine 
Yeah. Uh, it was something. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I think like uh, as someone in, in kind of the healthcare field, you know, we're watching kind of what's going on in Europe. And, um, you know, we, I think there's an anticipation that eventually, you know, it looks fairly contagious. It's probably going to make its way here at some point. Um, but to kind of imagine it manifesting in the way that it did, I don't think anyone really uh, kind of foresaw that um, to that degree, right. you know. Um, and then just watching how, you know, in the city it was fairly impactful and being in Long Island, Suffolk County, Nassau County, knowing that uh, it was probably only a matter of time before we started seeing numbers like that. Um, so, you know, from, from my perspective, it was, uh, you know, along with everyone else, it was, it was really terrifying. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I mean, all of a sudden people start coming in and, yeah. and plowing into to here. And I mean, was there like a, ever a sense of, I don't want to say panic and like, um, but I'm sure there was a sense yeah. of like, what are we, what are we going to do here? Like, what, you know, what, what's going on? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a controlled panic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we, we had people just kind of pouring in. I, I have to kind of give, uh, you know, props to my hospital kind of, I think we had the ability to have some foresight seeing kind of what was going on in the city. Right. Um, to have some time to take preparations, um, but was nothing I had ever seen before. We had uh, surgeons, you know, practicing medicine alongside us, wow. taking care of people, uh, people that have retired, coming back to work, wow. you know, to take care of people. Um, you know, it was it was all kinds of uh, all hands on deck kind of thing. Right. And right. Uh, definitely have to give props. To my nurse assistants and my <laughs> nurses uh, colleagues who they spend infinitely more time inside the room right. you know than than we do we kind of make an assessment we see the patient and then make a recommendation uh, but they spend a lot of time you know inside the room uh, you know doing a lot of the the compassionate work right um, so I have to give props to them, you know. Thanks, Dr. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so Chrissy, what, now when you came in to the, the, your job, was it already crazy? Like, was the craziness already it going like, on? It was just taking effect. And what you did know? you see as as over the course of the first couple of weeks of this or a month of this? Fear, right. a lot of fear. You know, everybody was just terrified, just like Dr. Joe said. Right. You know. And, you know, you have some people that just don't even want to come into work because, right. you know, it's just like, you know, the anxiety, everything along with fear takes takes control. Right. And you're you dealing know? with the elderly, too. right? And you're dealing with the elderly, you know, and the elderly, you know, unfortunately, with the nursing homes, you know, they're they are, you know, on lockdown because they can't, you know. They can't get out because it's that much more contagious, right? I mean, they can, you know, get that, and you know, so it's it's really, um, it's it was really tough to see, right. you know, tough to see that, you know, just and and even till this day, you see you see that, right. and I think that's why for me personally, you know, prayer is just so important. It's you know, you have to. You really have to pray. You really, it is a, a matter of trusting in God and knowing that you're going to be okay. Right. You know, because yeah. it's a it's a tough situation. You yeah. know, you're going in and you're, you're, you know, you have sick people and, you know, 
and then you have everybody else. Right. So, you know, it's it's a matter of, you know, we take care of ourselves. You wash your hands 200 times a day or whatever. <laughs> right, right, and right. You're wearing your mask and, and so forth. But it's really a matter of... <clears throat> believing and trusting in God, I feel, because I, I just feel like he has given me um, the utmost uh, strength right. uh, during this during this time because, again, it, the, it's a fearful time. Right. And it is for us to really just, you know, lay it down and just be that, be that heart for others and encouragement for others and letting others know it's, it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah, I think, like, even for, like, leadership traits, right? One of the biggest things as a, as a leader is being calm in the right. midst of a storm. Absolutely. We see that with Christ, yeah. right? Yes. Literally, he calmed the storm. Mm-hmm. He stepped out of the boat, which is crazy, right. and then walked on water, and the apostles are just in awe. So I'm sure you dealing with patience there, not only are you dealing with the physical aspect of the actual virus, but you're also dealing with the probably panic and anxiety and worry and fear and concern of these yeah, people as well, absolutely. too. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure that's a big element of it, too, and then even separating that. Yeah. And, you know, for me, kind of like I would hear people say, you know, turn your situation over to God, Mm -hmm. you know. And I kind of didn't really have quite that experience, you know, um, in in the sense of like what was going on at the hospital. Like Christy was saying, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety. So we talk about turning it over. We're talking about just letting go of those fears and anxieties, you know, because God is there to really take all of that absolutely and uh you know my experience i think during this time was kind of like try to build up some reserve in the morning (laughs) praying (laughs) listening to some gospel music really try to get myself into a certain mindset when i get there because would you like me to sing some gospel songs no yeah (laughs) (laughs) no please no don't do it I'm glad, actually, these masks, one of the reasons I wear it to church still so I can sing and no one can know. It <laughs> doesn't look like my mouth is moving. No, but seriously, uh, I think uh, kind of just creating that mindset going to work that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be some exercise when it comes to the faith, you know. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and prayer and worship were those tools I used to kind of, you know, get myself into a mindset in the morning. Right. And... You know, I I think that, you know, people kind of know me as a kind of calm kind of a person, but right. that doesn't mean I still don't have, like, that, that fear, that anxiety, sure. you know. So it's, uh, you know, that was kind of my practice during that mm-hmm. time, you know. Right. No, it's, yeah. a, it's almost like we're built that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just take, it like, comes the, on. just take the faith out of it, right? I, I remember when you get into fights, what happens? You go in separate room. You get alone, right? Mm-hmm. You go into a car. You drive around. You go into a separate thing. You go mm-hmm. around. Like people's natural instinct during times of stress yeah. is to isolate, right? But it's mm-hmm. what you do in that isolate. You can't isolate any. If you isolate yourself, you're going to devour yourself. You can't yeah. do this on your own. But think of people who meditate, right? They're just trying to calm their thoughts down, calm their anxieties down. But the Bible says to meditate on the promises of God. And so when you separate yourself in those times, it's almost like, all right, you need to just chill. Just like you said, like yeah. when you're in there, it's hard to go, all right, guys, it's 11 a.m. I know, Cass, I need like five minutes to go pray in the closet for a <laughs> second because you're probably just bouncing around and you're dealing with people right. all the time. But you, you have your alone time in your morning. You need that 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 kind of, you know, let me just uh, yeah. focus and build breath, uh, yeah. on that stuff. I'm sure you've had similar experiences, Chrissy, right, with that? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, the, how important do you feel like let me ask you this. Let's let's go right to here. 
does does the sicknesses? Uh, I'm sorry. You have you seen? Did you see any deaths at your at your place? Oh yeah. Yes, uh, and Doctor Joe. I'm sure you've seen deaths too at at a, at a hospital. Does seeing any of this ever challenge your faith or belief in God? Say, almost like again in that because I don't care if they're the biggest preacher religious person you know most of God, every single human being has doubts. Every single one at different points in time gets cornered with doubts. From myself to the guy on TV to the guy up the road to the guy serving at the church to oh, if you believe in God, you are a liar if you say that you have not sat down for a second in doubt. That's human nature. So being around this, because I feel like this in church a lot, I deal a lot with death in itself. I get questions what about what happens when you die and what happens to this and and when you're so con- consummated by it, and this has happened to me a couple times where it's like death, 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 death. All your brain is thinking about is death, 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 death. You have to like, whoa, I need to take a break for a second because it's depressing when you think about, about death and faith is the assurance of eternal life in Christ, but it's faith, right? The assurance of things not seen. Have you guys been been in situations where you see this where you're just like, man, like, like man, this is this is a challenge when it comes to faith. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there were days where I was upset. There were days where I was angry. You right. know, I was doing things that I had uh, never anticipated having to do. You right. know, talking to like family members over the phone about mm. making tough decisions, and those are conversations that I have in person. Right. You know? um, and then, you know, seeing people not get better. You know, not having really good ways of uh or feeling like there's a you know you're doing something that's impactful it just kind of felt it you know they either got better they or they didn't you right. know and uh that was really tough and uh you know there were days where i was angry there were days where i was upset and uh you know crying coming home from work it was it was difficult right and i think during those times i kind of had to i had to rely on others to help me out Right. You know, my wife praying for me. Um, you know, I know my church family was praying for me. Uh, you know, my immediate family was praying for me. Right. And, uh, you know, God helped me through those times. Right. You know. And that's, you know. And that's the purpose of, of church and family and Absolutely. things like that. Because if you think you got it on your own, you're, 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 it's, it's never going to work that way. And you just want to just break this in. You are listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I am your host, Pastor Johnny Over, the Sound of Heaven Church. You can visit our website at SOH.Church. We're here with you every single Sunday from, at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Uh, and uh, we're talking to Dr. Joe and, and uh, uh, Super Nurse Chrissy over here. So, uh, Cr- Chrissy, off this same vein here, um, you know, what about you? I mean, you struggle with your faith at times like this, or like, what are some of the feelings and emotions that you you dealt with during these times? I mean, I think some of the questions, definitely, some of the questions that come up is like, why why is this happening? I mean, sometimes I know during the whole COVID nineteen, you almost feel like this is this this feels like a dream. This is like mm-hmm. or a nightmare, I should say. Like, what is going on? Right. But um, just like Doctor Joe said, I think that's when we need to reach out to someone for prayer for you know, to to talk to because we do. We do naturally get these these feelings and these thoughts. And I mean I, I mean my kids they ask these questions, right. you know, about death and sickness and about the whole COVID nineteen. It's you know, it's definitely a different uh you know world right now sure you know that we're we're living in so but it, it really is all about you know where your faith is at right and that and that's the thing that i think mm-hmm. about christianity that's completely misunderstood and i appreciate both of your your honesty and your vulnerability here because 
I think people need to hear this more. You know, they, they think that, you know, as a maybe as a husband, as a father, as a wife, as a mom, that you always have to have it together. As a Christian, oh, don't you believe in God? Yeah, I do believe in God, but that doesn't mean I'm not in my flesh. I don't have feelings. I don't get right. angry. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt. I don't worry. And then the Bible says, don't worry. It's just not as easy as, oh, <laughs> God said, don't worry. Sure. You know, that reading that encourages me because it shows me that God has the best interest you know, for me, but that doesn't mean I don't deal with the emotions for it. So if you're listening right now, if you're struggling, listen, it's okay. You know, God's got you. He, he, he can have you in the palm of his member. He is the, he is the, uh, uh, the potter and we are the clay and, and he molds us. And it's a journey Amen. with God. It's not just this, just this checklist with God. And when you're, when you're around what you guys have been around and what you guys have dealt with with that, um, it's uh, it gets challenging. It, it really does. I couldn't even imagine. And I know um, there are people listening also on the front line. We can't thank you guys enough um, for your service to to just humankind, mankind. You know, to to risking your lives there. And everybody listening who who is on the front line, we cannot thank you enough and tell you how much we appreciate you enough uh, for for just you know it really is amazing during these times of struggle. Um, how everybody literally just joins together. It's like, yeah, what do we need? You see everybody willing yes. to give, right? So now it is aggravating how people want to try to politicize this all the time for, for right. gain. And that gets very aggravating when you got people dying and they're trying to use it to get more votes. Um, and that's very, uh, uh, I'm sure that, yeah, it's, Sad, that yeah. yeah, it's, man, it's wild. So now it's obviously gotten better, right? The hospitals have, have been getting, in what ways have, have it gotten better? And what would you say to people listening right now about maybe precautions or about just, you know, and I know you're not Dr. Fauci, right? Or any other doctor that's in out there. Yeah, but what is, uh, you know, what are some, some things that you're seeing, how it's getting better, you know, maybe something encouraging or, you know, obviously besides the wash your hands, which, by the way, you didn't need the coronavirus right. to be told exactly. to wash your hands. Exactly. Event, right? Wash your hands, okay? <laughs> Take a shower, all right? Let's yeah. use hand sanitizer. These things are paused, but go ahead, Dr. Joe. Yeah, I mean, it's. I I think we want to complicate it more than that, but it's, it's really you know as simple as uh, what I see kind of everybody doing when I go anywhere in Long Island or New York, and uh, you know, in in large groups, just wearing a face covering and keep in mind wash your hands, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of surprising the amount of times we touch our faces. You know, right. yes. <laughs> yes. that. Even just sitting here, I probably touch my face. <laughs> 30, 40 times, but um, just like those mindful things, it's, it's, I think it's nothing that's, that's totally superhuman that, you know, none of us can do. Right. Um, and uh, I, I think like overall what we've, we've been experiencing at the hospital is a lot, a lot less cases and it seems to be pretty consistent with that. And, uh, you know, even, even during the times that were crazy, I think just the response from the entire island in terms of, uh, I think the togetherness and the kind of the gratitude, I did have that sense going through it, despite all of the anxiety and the mm-hmm. fear. Right. Like this uh, state and island really pulled through. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think it really, really shows in, in our success today. Right. So, And despite what the media says, there are a lot of really good people out there who yeah, are. really, absolutely. really are. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like they always highlight the worst because that's what sells. That's what right? sells. Yeah. That's what makes the money. That's what puts money in that's the pocket. That's the views. But, they're re- you know, seeing people, I mean, just seeing people, just in our church, our, our small community here, we got people yeah. sewing masks together and stuff, yeah. dropping food off to people, doctors, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I mean, there are churches that have done amazing, amazing things. Watching the churches open up when food shelters were shut down. Wow. Uh, I know we turned our, our whole church because we couldn't gather, so right. we turned 
turned the whole sanctuary into a food shelter. So they shut the uh, thing, uh, the churches down. You know, a couple of the churches on the island were really doing like home deliveries for the elderly, so they didn't have to go out. Really, just amazing stuff. What about you, uh, Chrissy? In regards to like, you know, have you seen it gotten better? And what would you say? Yeah, I think people? it's definitely become better. And I think there's an adjustment. There's been an adjustment for sure. People mm-hmm. have become used to things. Right. Um, you still see that fear going on. Every You know, people want to scrub everything down. And, right, right. You know, <laughs> but, um, but there's definitely less of that, I guess, tension. Right. You know, it's such a high tension, tension in the beginning. Right. And now everything is kind of dwindled um and now you know we have a visitation you know uh, about 10 15 minutes or so and um you know it's good it's a good thing so i'm believing for the better now now before we wrap up here i I gotta ask you dr joe the question that everybody's been asking and everybody wants to know and that is how many push-ups can you do (laughs) uh straight without stopping Without stopping? Without stopping. Now, I want to know, how if you got on the floor right now and just push, did as many pushes as you can, how many can it be? Uh, not as many as I would like. To <laughs> not as many as I'm willing to. The gyms have been closed answer. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> also, well, guys, I can't thank you enough for joining us today and sharing your experiences with us and, and hopefully encouraging some people out there where, again, that's the amazing thing about God and Christianity, where it, you don't need perfect circumstances and you don't need to be a perfect person. Thank God. Yes. You just have to be a willing person who's willing to put your trust and faith in God because man is always going to let you down. Pastor, priest, friend, mom, dad. We're, we're human. Myself, I always say, listen, if you're expecting perfection from me, it's, it's, the, it's the wrong thing. Right. But people are always going to let you down no matter who they are. But the one who'll never let you down, and that is God. That's and right. and putting your faith in God the one who can never let you down, the one that who can never go back on his word. Uh, the Bible says that his word never comes back void, right? So how many times have you been told something by people and they've never done it before and it gets frustrating and ag- aggravating? It's hard, but you have to understand that God is not like man and he doesn't work as man works. He doesn't think as man sees. And, 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 and when God speaks something, his word doesn't come back void. And no matter what the situation is, God will always provide a way out. And little did these Israelites know that their, their struggle, and, and as awful as it was, was a preparation for the promise. And what you're going through right now, mentally, emotionally, financially, understand that God is, is going to use this. He's going to do this, but he's going to use this to bring the very best out of you. You're listening to Sound of Heaven Radio. I hope you enjoyed the program today. Make sure you tune in each and every Sunday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. Visit our website at soh.church. And hey, if you're available one Sunday, come on out to the Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park. We love you guys. God bless you. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.